0: Welcome to Study IQ's initiative, the podcast. Today's discussion is all about issues in our judicial system. Sir, first things first, can you give us some important facts related to issues in judiciary?
1: To highlight the issues in judiciary, I would like to quote some facts. According to National Judicial Grid data, one judge for 73,000 people in India, which is seven times worse than in the USA. At the present rate of disposal, civil cases would never be disposed of and criminal cases will take more than 30 years to dispose. Data according to high courts, about 50% cases listed are adjourned. For instance, if 80 cases are listed, some 40 are adjourned, 35 don't reach and just 5 are heard. That means 31% of individuals accused of bailable offence, claimed that they continue to be in a jail as they cannot afford bail or guarantors to stand for the bail. Less than 3% of litigants use legal aid, despite being eligible to make the benefit of government-appointed lawyers.
0: Sir, what are the issues in our judicial system?
1: With the state governments appointing political favourites in the public post of government pleaders and law officers, the already burdened justice delivery system in the lower courts across the country has been further weakened. The judicial delay is another issue. It is a famous saying that justice delayed is justice denied. Timely justice is therefore an integral part of the fundamental right to justice. However, as many studies, including the 245th Law Commission report, Indian judicial system is unable to provide timely justice due to the huge backlog of cases. The next issue in judiciary is magnitude. Statistics shows that as many as 3.20 crore cases continue to remain pending before various courts. Of these, as many as 40 lakh cases are pending before the Indian High Courts, while close to a crore are pending before the subordinate courts at district level. The main reason for this pendency of cases include the chronic administration under capacity and under-resourced judiciary. The backlog results in the dilution of the right to access timely justice and an erosion of the rule of law. This eventually affects people's faith in the judicial system. Further, judicial system is highly costly and not pro-poor, despite constitutional arrangements and functionings of bodies like Nalsa. We will try to understand with an past example. A special court sentenced gangster Abu Salim, and others for the 1993 Mumbai bomb blast. It took nearly 25 years for the Indian state to convict and sentence some of those who had perpetrated one of the bloodiest acts of terrorism on Indian soil. Justice delayed, this much is justice compromised.
0: Sir, can you throw some light on the causes of delay in judicial system?
1: I would like to list out the causes point by point. The first point is the number of judges is very low. Given size of our democracy, this causes overload on judges and hence the delay happens. The second point is redundant processes such as large amount of paperwork, rigid rules and archaic practices which makes the system very slow. The third reason for the delay is malpractices by lawyer. The rich and powerful hire lawyers who stall the court proceedings by taking advantage of archaic regulations and loopholes in the law and which makes the other poor person or the other disadvantaged person dry out from his money to fight the case. The fourth issue is lack of coherent database, which says that currently each court is an island of information and disconnected from the rest. As a result, no scientific data available to analyze the problem meaningfully.
0: Sir, can you suggest some remedies for these issues?
1: I would like to highlight some solutions for these issues in our judiciary system. The first solution can be use of technology for introducing standardization in data, classification and management in order to be understand the nature and extent of the pendency problem. The second solution can be the institution of evening and morning courts to deal with the pity matters like traffic violation, chalans, check bounces, etc which accounts for a bulk of the cases which are pending in front of the lower courts. The third solution is encouraging the concept of plea bargaining. And fourth solution can be increasing the judge strength by increasing recruitment as well as the retirement age of the judges by creating All India Judicial Service can provide a solution for this. Setting up of special courts like property courts, commercial courts and e-courts for speedy disposal of the cases. Addressing the problem for delay by reforming court procedures, it has been witnessed that there is a tendency for litigants to take the case till the Supreme Court, thus making Supreme Court overburdened and promoting alternate dispute resolution method, fast tracking court's process and the use of information and technology will certainly help for the pendency of cases. Another angle to explore and improve judiciary Is that focusing on human resource. The development of those human resource which are involved in judiciary if they are improved in the quality and quantity that will resolve the problem of efficiency in judiciary. Improving the physical infrastructure of courts will also improve the efficiency. Even the promoting research and studies in judicial reform will inculcate the experts in the judicial system which will again enhance the justice delivery system. And according to the Law Commission of India, which has recommended some reforms, which are providing strict guidelines for the grant of adjournment, curtailing vacation time in the higher judiciary, reducing the time for oral arguments unless the cases involves a complicated question of law, framing clear and decisive judgments to avoid further litigation are some of the way forwards recommended by Law Commission of India under his 230th report.
0: Sir, when we study issues in judicial system, then how can we reduce the load of Supreme Court of our country?
1: Supreme Court of India is the guardian of the Constitution. Under Article 32, it acts as a protector of fundamental rights of every Indian citizen. Article 131 gives exclusive jurisdiction to solve disputes between states and centre or between states on all matters. Article 137 provides power to review its own judgment also. Supreme Court also has advisory jurisdiction under Article 143 on matters of constitution and law to the President of India. If constitution repeals Article 132 to Article 134, which is appellate jurisdiction of Supreme Court, then only the above-mentioned constitutional load will remain on the Supreme Court. Indian Constitution attempts to provide a panacea for the many political, economic and social ills in the country had been plugged with. Supreme Court of India, in its constitutional field, has yet to register 500 cases a year. So if appellate jurisdiction is repealed, India will not need 26 judges of Supreme Court to deal with just 500 cases a year, size of Supreme Court will reduce drastically. Though Supreme Court is working slow, appellate jurisdiction is a vital for public remedies because most cases are registered under Article 226 and not under Article 32 for constitutional remedies. There can be some remedies for the pending cases or, or backlogs for the courts, such as establishment of low-kadalats frequently, which can be thrice a year, establishment of e-codes for specific jurisdictions for small cases, denounce of pleas for leave which seems farce and unethical. To save the court's time, stop bureaucratization of criminal justice system under police reform and stop inclusion of faulty PILs. And PILs should be rationalized and it should be a tool for judicial activism rather judicial overreach.
0: Sir, what is the role of curative petition?
1: Most of the 50,000 and more cases pending in the Supreme Court are appeals from the high courts or appellate tribunals. They might have turned from the subordinate courts to the apex court, spending years and bundles of money. Even after the Supreme Court delivers its judgment, there are two more stages to challenge its final word. They are review petition and a curative petition. Court in its judgment, Rupa Hurra v. Ashok Hurra devised curative petition. It allowed the disappointed litigants to return to it even after losing the review petition. However, there is a condition for curative petition. A curative petition must be accompanied by a recommendations of a senior advocate, stating that the case requires re-examination as there was violation of the principles of natural justice in the earlier decision of review petition. The curative petition has to be first circulated To the bench of 3 senior most judges and they will decide by a majority that the case should be re-examined and only then will the case be heard by the Supreme Court or the judges. And such strict conditions were imposed to prevent a floodgate of curative petition in Supreme Court.
0: Sir, thank you for giving us the information. Dear listeners, it is time to wrap up this episode of the podcast. In the next episode, we will begin our discussion from another topic. So stay connected with Study IQ and keep studying. You can listen to Study IQ Presents the podcast on all the audio streaming platforms like Spotify, Hubhopper, Apple Podcast, etc. Links are pinned in the comment section below. Thank you.